You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. This next interview is brought to you by Westpac Bump Savings Account. What do you want to teach your kids about money? Perhaps you want them to know the physical value of money, that is, what you can buy with 50 cents or $10, you know, that really practical physical stuff. Or maybe you look more to the future and you want them to learn about saving. Today, we're talking about teaching kids about money and the importance of giving back. Ruth Toffler-Riesel is the co-founder of Kids Giving Back. It's an organisation that teaches children all about the value of helping their community around them. Hi, Ruth. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. How are you? Good, thank you. I know... Some parents, for example, will foster a child through someone like World Vision and through that try to teach their children about, let's say, conditions in other countries and potentially introduce them to the idea of charity. What do you think about that particular way into teaching kids about the world around them, about the value money can have for others? It's a... It sounds like a simple question, and it's not a simple question at all. First of all, I don't think there's a right or a wrong, and every family finds their own way to do it within the culture of their family and to bring a sense of awareness to their kids. Um, For some families, this approach will work. For others, they want something more tangible, and that's certainly what Kids Giving Back advocates. But we don't go, this way is right, this way is wrong. Um, there are multiple strands, and, and I think the best way is for parents to use a few different approaches to this. It actually reminded me when I was saying that then about the little Christmas cards you can give um, where you pay a certain amount of money and the card might be a goat to a family. or um, And I have often thought that would not work with my children because I'd give them that and they think they wouldn't understand the idea, the concept of a child getting a goat and they'd also think that they were getting a goat. So, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking that might be how you equate it, but sometimes children just don't get that And then concept. you'd have to go and get them a goat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think that um, really what we talk about is being very tangible, and um, which is why we often or generally always try to connect kids to hands-on volunteering opportunities. Now, it really depends on their age as well and what they can do. So if we start with the very young, we're talking about role modelling and parents taking their kids along to something that would be age-appropriate for the kids, um, volunteering at an aged care facility or a local environmental cause or anything else that's local. But then what's really important besides role modelling it is to actually talk about it with your kids. And that conversation, there have been studies on this, really shows that the conversation that happens in conjunction with the activity is what really makes the difference and where the learning takes place. As the kids get older and they can do different sorts of volunteering, it's not just parents' role modelling, but actually the kids' volunteering, like the sort of opportunities we offer through Kids Giving Back, it still requires the parents to talk about it and that the kids understand it's really um, part of the culture of their family to give back in a hands-on, tangible way, but that there are also other ways to give back by supporting someone financially. But then at the same time, we need the kids to understand their role in that. That's the whole idea of this. The kids want to see that they're making a difference. And so even something like a certificate of appreciation from an organisation that they've supported, that's something tangible for the kids in addition to the parents discussing what they've done and who they're supporting. 
So if I understand you rightly, Ruth, you're sort of basically saying that it's not just about a gesture, giving money, it's about a child's involvement and that you could look at time as money. Mm-hmm. So it's all about how the child engages with the thing they're giving to, whether it's um, a World Vision child or if it's their local shelter. Um, it's about their involvement. So if I could take an example where I think a lot of parents see it as a teachable moment mm-hmm. but may not know how to handle it, what would you do in the situation where you're walking down the street and there's a homeless person at the side of the road? There seems I know when I see that, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how to talk to my child about that, but I always think, now if I could give her a gold coin, she goes and gives that to that person, she's had to have some interaction there and then move on. And that's at least starting the understanding that there are people who aren't as well off as us. How would you approach that situation? Hmm. It's a question we get asked quite a bit. You know, we run um, programs where kids come and and cook and then deliver meals to homeless shelters and individuals in need. And um, we always have an educational component with our programs, and we do get asked that very same question quite a bit. And um, the advice we give to people, to families, is something that was shared with us by Andrew, who's a good friend of ours at Kids Giving Back. He was formerly homeless, um, and we met him through Rough Edges. He gives, um, I suppose you could call them tours around Darlinghurst and the Cross, uh, history of the area and homelessness and and so on. And so we work with him a lot in conjunction with our programs. And um, so, as I'm saying, the advice we get is one that was given to us by Andrew. And essentially... Rather than giving the person money, the suggestion is go and buy a nutritious sandwich, um, go and buy them a coffee, a hot chocolate, uh, something like that. And I, in fact, gave Andrew a call today just to say, Andrew, you know, I'm going to be doing this and I just want to see if you've got anything more to add. I said, how did you feel when people would get you a sandwich and, you know, or a drink? And he goes, well, really, I didn't like it because I wanted the money because I wanted to go and buy my drugs. But he also at the same time realized and appreciated the value of the fact that he was being given something nutritious to eat and um, and it, in the long run, on some level, you know, saved him from having the money to buy more drugs. So there's something else we say to kids. We say someone who's homeless is just like you and me and they've ended up in that situation. So let's not judge them. And the most important thing we can do is go over to them and give them a smile. So if you're with your kids and they want to or you feel compelled to do something or if they're at the age and say, can't we do something for that man or that woman, you can say, well, let's, you know, let's give them a big smile because that's our shared humanity, isn't it? And uh, And then let's go and buy them a sandwich or a hot drink. You're listening to Kindling Conversation and I'm speaking with Ruth Toffler-Riesel. She's a co-founder of Kids Giving Back and we're talking about how we can teach our children the value of helping their community around them. So in your mind, going back to Kids Giving Back and your foundation, what is the most meaningful impact we can have on our children when it comes to teaching them the importance of giving back to their community? We we really advocate giving back in person. You know, for us, it's not really about giving a donation. However, we are pretty certain that um, as kids grow up and they choose who they want to make a difference to, 
as young adults, they will volunteer with organisations they know. And ultimately, when it comes to giving, they're going to give some money to, you know, those organisations with, with which they've had experience and where they've met people and where they really feel that their donation is going to make a difference. But I think the, the face of, of giving is changing. People are wanting to know more about the organisations, the charities, the foundations that they're supporting. They want to know the money's going to the right place, whatever that might be. And I think we're raising our kids with that awareness. Um, you know, first of all, do your hands-on giving um, and then let's, you know, see about supporting. I've um, My own son is now 15 and he's come into it obviously through volunteering. But then I realized, well, actually, we've never talked about the giving of money because we've done it so much on the other side. So I started, um, I suppose I could call it a little family giving circle. And every school holidays, we, you know, I say to him, okay, we've got this amount of money and I want you to do some research and decide three different charities that we want to support with that money. And it's a token amount, but it's really a way of of showing him that, it, it, yes, we've done this amazing hands-on giving, but there's this other need as well. And it's teaching him how to do in, some informed giving. There's also this idea, and you can do this with very little kids, you know, when they get pocket money, of um, dividing the weekly allowance into three three pots of um, one pot's for spending, one, one pot is for saving, and the other one is for sharing. And that's something you can do with very little kids and start them on that thought from very young. What a beautiful idea, because even sharing, it may even be within their family. It might just be with their brother. Correct. God forbid that we have. <laughs> Correct. What, what a lovely idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you also raised something there, Ruth, that made me think about my own schooling and how we would be asked as children to do different sorts of fundraising appeals. Do you see there's a role that education can play, like education systems like primary schools, high schools, kindies, in uh, teaching children this type of giving back, not just going out and asking people to buy a pen or whatever? Mm. A lot of schools have, you know, what they call gold coin days, um, and it's it's certainly supported. You know, a lot of schools do find causes and charities and ask the kids to give. I think what's really important is the education that goes along with that. Um, not every kid can volunteer directly with a charity, but I think there has to be a very strong educational campaign around it um, that the kids understand, you know, where's their money going and, and what differences are making. Because in some schools, a gold coin's a gold coin. You find it at the bottom of the drawer. You know, it doesn't have that much meaning. So it's how do you make giving meaningful? The money is certainly appreciated by the charities. There's no doubt about that. But I think if we really want to encourage kids to give in a thoughtful way with meaning, Um, I think that that educational component is extremely important. Ruth, it's been fascinating. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. That's Ruth Toffler-Riesel. She's the co-founder of Kids Giving Back. That interview was brought to you by Westpac Bump Savings Account. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.